Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett and I thank you for tuning in to the fun and informative weekend news talk lineup on 540 and 1260 a.m., which includes consumer activist Clark Howard, who follows us each Saturday at 11 a.m. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I have some wonderful guests who will be joining us today. First, we'll be talking with Dr. Benjamin Treadwell, a biochemist, who may have the key to helping your pet live a longer, healthier life. Then, a little later, we'll be chatting with Steve Wayland, who is the Director of Special Programs and Housing for Paws LA. So grab your cup of coffee and get settled in, and we'll be right back on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. Now, before we meet our guest, and in honor of Fred, who we are keeping in our thoughts and prayers, um, I'd like to play a fun little song for you, so take a listen.
was The Waltzing Cat by Leroy Anderson. That was one of Fred Bergendorf's favorites. And again, we wish Fred the very, very best. And now let's waltz on over to our interview with Dr. Benjamin Treadwell, who's working on a very special product for dogs. Hello, Dr. Treadwell. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Hey, I've heard that you are working on an amazing product for animals that will help them live longer, healthier, happier lives. That's correct. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, the uh, uh, it's uh, it's known as Vigorate, V I G O R A T E, and it's a nourishment nourishing treat uh, that was specifically designed for dogs uh, and uh, containing ingredients that together function as a vitamin-like supplement uh, to improve the uh, pet's health. Oh, okay. Well, how's it different from other dog treats and supplements? Well, uh, Vigorate's uh, development was based on research, the results of which were published in uh, uh, numerous uh, peer-reviewed scientific journals, Okay. highly regarded by the scientific profession. And there's, uh, this is in direct contrast to the bulk of those supplements available on the market, which okay. in the most part lack scientific credibility to support the claims. Oh, really? I, I didn't realize that. So most of the stuff you buy, you know, from pet supply stores or something like that, that say, you know, give your dog energy, you know, they're they're probably not much more than just a yummy snack then. That's correct. Okay. Well, you know, I understand that you've actually been working on uh, similar products for human beings. What got you interested in uh, creating a product for dogs? Well, there are a couple of reasons. Um, uh, first, uh, we were aware of the research examining the effects of two nutrients on cellular health in humans. Okay. We were involved in that research, in fact, as well as other research groups. And much of this research was carried out in animals and had a significant positive effect on the animal's health. Okay. Health. So one of us uh, uh, in uh, Juvenile and the company decided to test the, the, these supplements out on, uh, that were being developed for humans on his aging dog. Oh, okay. And so the results are very interesting. There, the, the, the uh, dog had more energy, sharper mind, spunkier, and uh, the dog's fur coat was much healthier looking. Uh, oh, wow. Just after a few months on the compound. So. Oh, that's amazing. And and it's only available for dogs right now, not cats. Yeah, it's it. Uh, in the future, we intend to have it uh, for cats, but it's going to have to be a slightly different formula. Okay. Now. Do you have dogs yourself, or is this something that... that yes, no, I, I do have dogs. What right. kind of dogs do you have? I have a Bichon and a Scottish Terrier, and the Bichon is the, is the famous one. The famous one? <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's actually the one who was... Uh, he's quite old. He's 16. Uh-huh. And he's the one who uh, had uh, uh, showed the remarkable improvement uh, after he uh, uh, was on... Uh, uh, Oh, well. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Was he mostly just kind of laying around the house and not really interested in doing it? Yeah, he, uh, he, that's exactly right. He, he uh, uh, became, uh, it took a, a couple months. Uh, mm-hmm. He became much uh, spunkier and uh, uh, seemed to be more intelligent. Uh, when you called him, he came to you uh, quicker and uh, just seemed to be smarter, happier, and healthier, and his uh, appetite improved. The other uh, thing that was very remarkable is, uh, and others with white dogs have uh, also uh, noticed this, white dogs frequently, especially as they age, develop these brown spots around their eyes and around their mouth and around their paws. Uh And after being on the juvenile for about four months, they disappear uh, in in the most part, these brown spots. And and, uh, we don't have a a scientific reason for why that occurs, but that's just 
another side effect, which is a positive side effect of taking the uh, Vigorate. So you're kind of finding the fountain of youth for canines here. <laughs> well, I, yeah, in a way we are. That's right. Well, that's very cool. Well, I've got to tell you, though, when I try and give my dog any uh, little supplements, he kind of knows they're not treats and he knows they're supplements. Do, do the dogs like this um, product, Vigorate? Uh, not only do they like it, they 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 uh, love it. I mean, they they can't wait to have it. It's, it's almost as if they know. It obviously tastes good to them, but it's almost as if they know it makes them feel better. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, you know it may be a stretch, but uh, they 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 clearly uh, look forward to it. I have never heard anyone uh, complain about the fact that their dog uh, does not like Vigorite. Oh, that's fabulous. Now, I haven't seen um, Vigorate yet in the pet supply store near my home. Um, where can the average dog owner find it? Uh, you can uh, purchase Vigorate on, by going to the web page uh, com, which is V-I-G-O-R-A-T-E, mm -hmm. or you can call 1-800 number, which is 1-800-588-3666. Okay. And is this is it very costly? Is it something uh, affordable for most? No, for a, for a month supply, it's uh, roughly uh, twenty in, in the twenty uh, low twenty dollar uh, range. Oh, okay. So probably about as much as somebody would be spending on treats for their dogs anyway. About five dollars a week. Yeah, I would say that. Yes. Wow, that's really nice. Now, what kind of um, scientific uh, studies have you done um, with the animals? You know, to to document. What's been going on with the the progress and, and the results? Well, there, there are numerous publications showing the positive effects of the uh, active ingredients in Vigorate on the health of animals. Okay. But one recent study specifically that uh, Juvenon, uh, the company that developed this product, uh, uh, did was uh, to demonstrate uh, it specifically uh, in dogs. And uh, it clearly improved the uh, health of the dog, especially the dog's ability to... Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, respond to commands. Uh, he's much quicker in responding to commands, and his overall mental sharpness improves. So we're really talking more about the mental health of an older dog. Um, does it also affect maybe the joint pain or anything like that, or, is, or are we mostly addressing just um, the alertness level? You know, it seems that, you know, by increasing the energy level of the, of the animal, that... Uh, the, the side effect of that is improved joint motion. Okay. So, you know, it, 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 in, a, in, in reality, it does seem to improve the, uh, the joint motion, too. But the greatest effect seems to be mental and, and physical energy. Okay. So by getting out and being active, um, they're helping their general health anyway because that's what we want everybody to do as they right. get older is get out and stay active and stay sharp, and, and that increases your health overall. So that's really wonderful that you've developed this prog product for dogs, and I'm looking forward to you also uh, developing a similar product for kitties because I have to tell you I have an 18-year-old cat right now who is very, very senile. She walks around the house uh, kind of in a constant confused state and meows yeah. and doesn't know where she is, and I have to go and comfort her. So it'll be nice when you guys get this out on the market for kitties. I, I will, because I know you cat lovers. I have a brother who's a cat lover, and he's asking me the same question. And we, 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 we are working on it, and we should have it out in, in the near future. Okay. Well, before I let you go, one more time, can you tell me again your website and how people can find out more information? Okay. 
They can go to uh, two websites. One is vigorate.com, V-I-G-O-R-A-T-E.com, and another website where they can get also some more information on the ingredients in Vigorate is uh, Juvenon, J-U-V-E-N-O-N.com. Excellent. And uh, the uh, uh, number to call to order it is uh, 1-800-588-3666. Okay. Well, Dr. Treadwell, it has been so nice of you to give up uh, some of your morning to um, talk with us on the radio here today. Thank you so much. We're going to... My pleasure. Oh, thank you. We're going to take a, a quick break, and we'll be back again on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. We're back again here on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and joining me in the studio now is Steve Whalen, the Director of Special Programs and housing for Paws LA. Hi, Steve. How are Hello. you doing? Great. Thank you. Oh, I've heard so much about Paws LA over the years, um, but I bet a lot of people who are listening right now have no clue what your organization is and does. So can you tell us a little bit about your history and, and what Paws LA is all about? Sure. We um, were founded in 1989, okay. um, and our original mission was to assist people living with AIDS to keep and care for their pets. At that time, oh. People didn't really know too much about AIDS, and mm-hmm. people were being abandoned, and often the only love they had in their life was their animal. Yeah. And so we saw a real need to make sure that people were able to keep the animal in their life. We provide pet food, vet care, volunteers wow. who will go into the home and change litter boxes, walk dogs, really anything a person needs to keep the animal and it's so important. In fact, that's what PAWS stands for, right? What, what pets are, are wonderful support. Pets are wonderful support. And they truly are. I know that um, we were talking uh, last week to um, Madeline Bernstein of uh, SPCA, mm-hmm. and um, she was talking about pet therapy and, and how happy patients were when the animals came to visit. So I know that somebody with their own pet is really going to want their pet to stay with them, yeah. if at all possible if they're suffering from a serious illness. Absolutely, and you know, there's plenty of scientific um, studies, uh, studies that have proven that animals in people's lives improve their health. Fewer doctor visits, lower blood pressure, better socialization. Okay. In fact, my favorite study is uh, one that showed that stockbrokers with a pet had lower blood pressure than <laughs> stockbrokers with a spouse. So, not that you should get rid of your spouse. spouse yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have the pet there, even if you have the spouse. Oh, okay, okay. That's very good. Now, how can somebody get help from your organization if if they're in a position where they need help with their animal? Perhaps they can't get out and walk their dog as much. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they can't get their vet, their cat, their dog, or their cat to the vet because they're yeah. not feeling well. How how do they get help from your organization? Well, first of all, let me just say that the the guidelines to become a client are you have to be a person living with a life threatening condition, okay. HIV, um, cancer, lupus, MS, or be 65 and over and low okay, income. You don't have seniors, to be disabled, yes. So we okay. have just recently added our senior program. Wonderful. And um, then you have to be low income, which we use pretty liberally at $1,500 a month. So if you make less mm-hmm. than 1500 you're eligible. have to be a resident of L.A. County, and the animals have to be spay and neutered. Okay. We do assist with that if they aren't done, but we do require that as a condition oh, for being a client. So if anybody was in need of the services that we mm-hmm. provide, they can contact us two ways. One is through our website, which is www. 
pawsla.org, that's okay. P-A-W-S-L-A dot O-R-G, mm-hmm. or call us at uh, 323-464-PAWS, 323-464-P-A-W-S. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Oh, um, obviously, it takes a lot of money to run an organization like this. Um, if somebody doesn't want to directly volunteer, can't, do you accept donations? We absolutely do, yes. In fact, most of our donations, most of our support comes from individual donations. We oh, do have uh, one significant federal grant that assists us with our housing program, assisting in making sure that people aren't evicted because they have their animal. They have the right to have the animal. It's considered okay. an assistance animal. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way, you know, an emotional support animal is uh, an assistance animal in the same way that a seeing eye dog oh, would okay. be. So, Do you, you know, have to register your pet in some way to you, make it you, officially an assistance animal? Only you have to have a statement from your medical provider that states that you're disabled and that he has prescribed or you know supports your having the animal that it does provide assistance. To, and once that's done then, um, you know, landlords must accommodate. And, you know, it's a lot of education that we do because not only do landlords not understand what the rights of tenants are, but often tenants don't understand that they have the right to have Mm -hmm. the animal. So we spend a great deal of time, you know, educating and supporting people in that that way. So the the monies that we get from that one program helps that. But we, our pet food and our vet care and our other support programs are, you know, costly, and those are direct dollars, so we definitely... Appreciate. Um, do you also donations. accept then donations of pet food, or do you prefer yes. to actually purchase your own? No, we get a lot of most. I would say most of our pet food is is donated. Not all okay. of it, but much of it. And so, but you know, so we always you know appreciate any donations. We don't afford. Uh, we can't afford treats or toys or things like that. So those sorts of donations are always very welcome. And oh, it really helps brighten okay. people's life if you can give them that extra little sure, treat or sure. a little toy for the animal. Uh-huh. And, um, in fact, you know, I just go back to our volunteers. I, I have to say, you know, we have five full-time staff members, and okay. our volunteers um, donate the equivalent of three full-time staff members. So wow. they're vital to the agency. In fact, if we had had to pay them over the years, we calculated it would be over a million dollars that we would have had oh to pay to the volunteers. So they, volunteers they're, are great. they're vital. But so is the <laughs> financial donations because, sure. you know, the vet costs are direct costs. And, it's a combination um, yeah. of both. You yeah. really need both. And, yeah. and some people can't contribute both. Some people have a little extra money that they'd like to donate, but they don't have time. And some people have time, but they don't really have the money to donate. And so I know that most people in, in one way or another want to give back to the community and I think this is a wonderful way to do it. Do you need to have special training once you become a volunteer? We have a volunteer orientation, but it's very much just informational about the agency and some of the guidelines. You know, one of the things that we also have a great need ongoing is for foster homes. Because our clients will be hospitalized for periods of time or they will be in transition housing-wise, so they will be without a place to keep the animal. So we do look always, you know, for foster homes. We ask for a one-month commitment uh-huh. Um, that's certainly not something that's open for everybody because if you have animals, often they don't want other animals in their right. lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really important ongoing need that we have are just temporary homes for animals when they're... How do the animals um, react to all this if they have to be taken from their home and placed into a foster home? Do do they seem to adapt fairly well? Yes, they do. Uh, and, you know, if, if it's something that's going to be short-term or we have some sort of a sense of it, we would prefer to keep the animal in their own home. Okay. Especially cats. They don't so you would well. have somebody that actually goes Go into to the house. Yeah. Oh, but that that's isn't really always good. possible, so we do have to find them for temporary homes. And, you know, they adapt. They're amazing. You know, people always say, oh, I, my cats have to stay together. Are they? And they adapt. You know, they, they really do. As long as they're being loved and fed and, you know, they have a sense that they're being cared for. 
um, they they really okay. do adapt. Now let me ask you the hard question. You know, clearly if you're working with people who have cancer or terminal illnesses, um, you're going to see some tragic outcomes with people that you've gotten close to, and and then you have their pets that that you need to somehow provide for. Um, what goes on at that point? Well, two of them are in my house. Um, <laughs> we'll give them all the seats. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we, we really encourage our clients to make arrangements with their friends and family. Um, that's the best source of, of ongoing. Oh, so you do do counseling about yeah. making sure yeah. that there's a guardian yeah. appointed. Yeah. And, and the, on our application, it actually asks for them to identify someone who could adopt the animal. It doesn't always work out, but, you know, at least we get people thinking about it and, you know, let them know that there is no magic solution. You know, it's not like we have... 100 people waiting to adopt animals. We do have people that express interest, and we do our best to find them homes, but, you mm-hmm. know, that isn't really the main purpose of our service. So it's, you know, it's tough. We we don't abandon any animals, and there are agencies that do um, adoptions. The, the breed rescues are really helpful, and um, just individuals who have committed themselves to making sure that animals are cared for and okay. homes are found. Okay. Now, getting back to the issue of finding a guardian, um, a lot of people assume that, you know, a relative will take their pets and they might jot down the name of a brother or sister or mom or dad or, or whomever. Do you encourage them to actually make contact and just double and triple check that yes. that these people will indeed take a pet? If yes, and I, yeah, the, absolutely. And, and I shouldn't make it sound like that never happens because it certainly does. And there are plenty of, you know, amazing stories of families who, you know, step in and make sure that um, the animals are cared for and that they understand the importance of the animal to the person's life. You know, when I started in 1990, there was a lot of, of bad stories of, mm-hmm. of families coming in. Their their brother or son had died of AIDS, and they would just come in and take everything and leave the animal behind in their oh, house. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen nearly, you know, hardly, almost none, none, never at all. So okay. that's that's a good that's a good sort of development. You know, at the beginning, AIDS really was just a uh, end care. You know, we mm-hmm. were we were just making sure that people had provisions for after they passed, and and um, that you know happily has changed dramatically. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. people are living longer. They're making choices. Um, one of the reasons for the foster homes is that people are addressing their drug addictions that have developed, mm-hmm. and they realizing they. They have hope. You know, they had been hopeless for a period, and now they are realizing that their life will go on. And, and those animals are making a big difference yes, in their life, too. absolutely. And that's yeah. so great that you could be part of making sure that continues. Yeah. Steve, um, unfortunately, we're out of time, but before I let you go, please let everybody know one more time how they could get involved if they want to help in any way. Um, the website is www.pawsla.org, and the number is 323-464-PAWS. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to wrap things up here on AM 540 and 1260 on the Pet Place Radio Show. back to the Pet Place Radio Show here on KGIL AM 540 and 1260. Now, if you have a suggested topic or a question about animals that you'd like answered or a guest you'd like us to interview, remember you can reach me by email at jafari at fia.net, and I will spell it. It's J as in Juliet, E-F as in Frank, A-R-I at 
Sophia, F as in Frank, E-A dot net. Now, if we don't get your question on the radio, I also answer questions about animals and animal behavior and problems with pets and wildlife in my Orange County Register newspaper column. And if your question doesn't make the presses, I answer every email I receive, so don't be shy. If there's something you want to know or hear discussed on this program, write in. Also, tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m., our Pet Place television show airs on KDOC, and that'll feature the most adorable, adoptable pets you can imagine. They come from shelters all over Southern California, and they need good homes. And thanks to Ralph's and the Ralph's Pet Club for helping us continue our Pet Place mission. And please, don't forget, be responsible with your pets, love them, make them truly part of your family in every way, and have them spayed or neutered. We'll be back next Saturday here on AM 540 and 1260 on the Pet Place Radio Show. Have a wonderful weekend.